Hello, hello there. Welcome back to the podcast. If you're just joining us for the first time, we are doing a mini series right now. We're doing 12 days of Christmas here on the Do It For The Process podcast, each day dedicated to one tip to help my creative and artist entrepreneur friends find more success, more clarity, higher sales, and most importantly, more peace and joy this holiday season. We're currently on tip number eight on day number eight, which is amazing. We've made it over a week. Congratulations to us. But before we get into this tip, let me introduce myself. It's always reassuring to know who's talking to you. Am I right? <laughs> My name is Emily Jeffords and I am a fine artist, educator, and mother of three. I've run my business since 2010, and it has grown to be something more successful than I ever imagined. They do not teach you this in art school, and it's been a wild ride along the way. I have the honor of mentoring thousands of creatives inside of my membership, the collective, inside of my courses, Making Art Work, which is the 12-week course, which opens for enrollment in February, by the way. If you are a creative entrepreneur ready to grow your business into something very successful and sustainable, the course Making Art Work is a phenomenal option for you. It opens in February for enrollment. We begin the first week of March. It is so incredibly thorough and incredibly empowering. This is our third year writing the course and I'm so excited about it. You can find more information about that at emilyjeffreyslearn.com. It's all there for you. Okay, let's dive into tip number eight. Before we do that, let me give you some context. I'm just gonna run through all of the tips that have come before this one because they all build on each other. They all kind of stack to create this beautiful pyramid mountain of goodness. <laughs> if you want to see all of this in way cleaner, more beautiful form that I'm going to you know, muddle through in my voice, I, I wrote a book. I love writing, I love designing, I love making things beautiful. And the book that accompanies this mini series is no exception. It is 36 pages long, full of all of the tips and tricks that we cover here, plus a lot more, including some work pages, calendars, tips on dates that I think are great this holiday season, in particular in 2020. It can also be years year after year. While the dates might be 2020 specific, the content is incredibly evergreen, very repeatable, very um, you know usable year after year, regardless of whatever's happening in our world in 2021 and beyond, which hopefully is way calmer and more healthy. <laughs> oh, please, 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 more healthy. <sighs> this year has been a lot. But I am pleased to let you guys know that from what I'm hearing in the creative community, from what I'm sensing inside of the collective, inside of the membership that I lead, which has so many creatives in it, enough to be a reliable sample within my own business as well, this year has been very successful for creative entrepreneurs. We're learning how to meet our audiences online effectively. We're learning how to collectively, as a community, make our voices beautiful and heard and resonant in the world. And I think it's working, guys. We're doing it. Sales have been thriving for, for all the creatives that I've heard from, from people in my mastermind, from people in the collective, from people inside of making our work that have reached out to me. They're having success and they are cheering about it in these communities. So join us. Let's, let's make this our best holiday season yet. That's the title of the booklet that I wrote. Again, go find that at emilyjeffordslearn.com forward slash holiday. 
and it's going to be a great year for all of us. Okay, I got off track. Let's get back on track. Tip number one, again, a little recap, is to plan your holiday products so that you know exactly where to channel your precious, precious energy. We only have so much of it this year, and I know how precious it is. Number two is to figure out what your audience actually wants. Number three is to choose two to five big stars of your holiday season. If that doesn't make sense to you, read the book, listen to the podcast episodes that came before this. Choosing your stars is so important. Number four is to vary your price points. That one makes sense. And also, it's also very important. Number five is that there's no need to reinvent the wheel. You can use what you already have. Repackage, reuse, recycle applies to your business as well as to our planet. Number six is to plan your holiday calendar. I know that sounds basic, but you know what? That will save your energy like nothing else. Let me tell you. Number seven is to not be afraid to share your work because you create beautiful things and your audience wants your beautiful things and sharing your work, AKA marketing. I know that word is a little bit scary, but it's not sharing your work is merely an act of generosity. It is sharing beautiful things to people that want to see them. Okay. Let's go on to tip number eight. This one I think is so much fun and I hope that it just lights you up and gives you something exciting to work on today or tomorrow, but hopefully today. Tip number eight is have a photo shoot. Now (laughs) I know you might be like, Emily, what? I don't have time for this. Let's, let's back up a little bit. Let's talk about why this tip is so important to me. It's important to me because your photos matter, especially in 2020, right? Like we're all shopping online. We're all selling online. We're all selling things to buyers that don't get to hold our things with their germy hands, or maybe they do, but we still need good photos. I know their hands aren't germy. They're very clean. They're using hand sanitizer. They're washing. I get it. We all have good customers, but nonetheless, you know what I mean? We're selling things online far more than normal this year. And I think that's going to be the case going forward. I think we're going to continue selling things effectively online. That's how, however, in my business for the past, oh gosh, 10 years, I love selling my work online. I think it's a beautiful and effective way to package up your work and convey an entire emotional story effectively and beautifully. And my photos are a huge part of that. And your photos are a huge part of your success in selling online. If you think about it, when you sell something online, your audience is seeing this thing through a shiny screen, phone screen, laptop screen, computer screen, TV, wherever they're seeing your things, it's coming through a shiny two-dimensional surface, but you're selling something that's probably textural and thoughtful and, and maybe has some fibers to it. Maybe there's some brush strokes. Maybe there's some, some grit or some dust or some, I don't know. I don't know what you create, but I'm sure it's beautiful. And I'm sure that it feels beautiful. If your audience can't tell how beautiful your work is via your photographs, they're not going to buy it. Your photos are the only connection that your audience has with your work until they hold it in their own two hands. So if you don't have a shop where they can come in and pick it up and touch it and smell it and feel it and all the things, they only have photographs to go off of. Think about that. When is the last time you bought something online that only had one photo showing the details? Or maybe they only had two photos, but they were both bad. 
Have you ever done that? I never have. I have only bought things that have beautiful, clear, reliable photos and preferably at least three photos because I want to click through and see the details, especially if it's a higher price point item, especially if it's something that I, you know, I'm a little bit, you know, considering more than just lip balm or, you know, dish soap, like those kinds of things. Sure. Why not? But if it's something thoughtful and beautiful, especially if it's a gift, if it's going to be my home for a long time, I want to see at least three photos. Give me at least, I want, I want a whole stack preferably, but at least three photos. Your photography is the only connection your customers have with your work before holding it in their own two hands. Okay, so back to this photo shoot idea, right? I told you to have a photo shoot today, maybe tomorrow, but hopefully today. You can keep it simple. You can DIY this photo shoot. You don't need to go out and buy a big fancy camera today. I'm not telling you to do that. If you have an iPhone, you're good to go. If you have a Samsung, you're good to go. If you have any phone, you're good to go. They all have beautiful cameras. If you have a nice camera, then pull out your nice camera. This is not the time to be stingy people. Get your nice camera out, charge up that battery, get that lens, dust it off. I know, <laughs> I know how this goes. Let's do this. Okay, what I recommend is as you think through your photo shoot, I want you to DIY your own photo shoot. If you have a photographer friend that you can just call on right now, do that, text them, say, hey, come over, I have some products to shoot. Let's do this. Whether you're DIYing your photo shoot or hiring or borrowing a professional, I want you to think through your shot list. These are the photos that I recommend that you have on your site at any given time, especially during the holiday season. Number one is a product photo. This is a really clear, on a white background, simple photo, nothing fancy, nothing elaborate here. This is a very honest photo. This photo is to establish trust. You are clearly laying out what you're selling. If it's a scarf, just have the scarf laying on a flat white surface. If it's an artwork piece, have it, you know, simply framed on a white wall. If it's jewelry, have it displayed simply. You just wanna convey exactly what you're selling in the most clear and honest way possible. Still photographed beautifully, lighting perfect, good lens, get all the things right, but honesty is the key with this photograph. Next, a lifestyle shot. This can be someone wearing the thing or have it displayed on a mantle. Or again, context is you know important when you're thinking about what, what you're selling and what you're creating. But think through how could you infuse some lifestyle into your photography. And lifestyle shots are important because they show your buyer how their life could feel if they were to buy your product, right? So when I'm selling a painting, I'm selling artwork, of course, but I'm also selling an entire mood. I'm selling an entire vibe for what your home can and will look like and feel like when my artwork is in your home. It's not just you're buying a painting, you're buying peace and nature and hope and minimalism and all these things that I, that I kind of infuse into my styling, those all come with the artwork in, you know, in someone's emotional mind. Okay. The next is a detail shot. Again, take into context what you're selling, but if you are selling a scarf, I want that fiber. I want to see that wrinkle. I want to see the close-up of that beautiful color, texture, detail, if you're selling a painting, exact same things. I want to see that texture, that color, that detail. I want to see the quality of what you've created. This is the, again, trust. You want to, you want to convey trust. This is also selling the quality. 
So lifestyle is selling kind of the emotional mood, you know, vibes. The detail shot is selling the quality. Okay, next we're going to do a flat lay. This is a little bit fun. You can have fun with flat lay images. These are not necessary. This is, you know, I would recommend for sure you need a product shot, you need a lifestyle shot, and a detail shot. If you're kind of strapped for time, you need a product shot and a detail shot, preferably two de detail shots, maybe three. Um, they're much easier to create than lifestyle shots need a little bit more thoughtfulness and romance and products and, you know, there's more setup involved, but it's super worth it. Flat lays, again, these are extra bonus point shots, but I love doing flat lays. They let you tell a whole story. They let you tell the story of the piece, of the product, of the item that you're selling. Um, and you can kind of imagine the story for yourself. Sometimes I take uh, the, uh, the things that created, um, again, I sell paintings, so there's that. But if I have a painting, I'll take the things that created the painting and create a flat lay out of those, almost like I'm deconstructing the artwork itself. Anything from the inspiration to the piece, you know, I could have a bit of nature or a bit of, of a leaf or something along those lines, um, to the brushes, the pigment, the paints, all these things are, are arranged beautifully around the artwork, telling the story of the creative process. You could also just bring the inspiration. What kinds of things inspired your work? How can you add a flat lay that includes the inspiration? You could do things that um, people like us who buy this kind of thing would also own things like this. So, you know, people like us buy this kind of scarf. They also have this kind of um, book. They have this kind of wine glass. They have this kind of, you know, whatever. When you do things like, like people like us also own things like this, be very careful that you're keeping your product the star of the photo. You don't want to confuse your audience. You don't want them to be like, oh, does she sell scarves and wine glasses? Or does she sell books and wine glass? Like what's happening here? Keep it really clear. Make sure that your thing is the star of the photo. But a flat light can be a lot of fun and a lot of fun for you as a creative also. There's a lot of creativity involved there. Okay, the next is hands in motion. Again, this is an extra bonus point shot, but if you can have something about like your hands interacting with the thing, just holding it or being with it, or maybe the creative process with your hands involved, as a maker, as a creative, as an entrepreneur that's creating things with your own two hands, your hands are really important. And I know you might not love your hands. You might think that they're ugly. They're not ugly. They're so beautiful. They did this beautiful thing. They created this beautiful thing that you are now selling with, with generosity and with love. So if you can include your hands in the photos, I think that's so special and so intimate. And it really brings you um, into this process and your audience and your customers are going to feel your love for your work because your hands are going to hold your work so tenderly and so graciously because you know how beautiful this thing is that you created. So do that. If you were also editing your own work, I'm just going to go ahead and put a plug in here because I can, it's my podcast. I'm going to recommend that you purchase my Lightroom presets. They're designed with creatives in mind. They're designed because I know how hard it can be to edit your own photos. I do it all the time. 
and my presets are perfect. That I use them daily myself to edit my own photos. Truly, I use them all the time. I have two preset collections. Each of them have 10 presets. And if you're not sure what a preset is, a preset is basically something that you can plug into Lightroom, which is a photo editing app that I love. And I think you're gonna love it too. You can plug in this preset, that's what it's called. You click a button and it edits your photo for you. And the nice thing about a preset is you can then go and tweak the different settings. So whereas a filter, I'm sure we're familiar with filters, filters just impose themselves on your photo. You don't get any creative control. That's fine, but also not ideal. Presets let you go ahead and edit um, very individually for your individual photograph, but they go ahead and just set everything up for you. And then if you need to tweak one or two things, you totally can, but they're not, you know, they're not too overburdened. If you own the book that goes along with this um, mini series, you already have a link. There's a link on tip number eight for the presets. If you don't go ahead and click on the link down below inside of the show notes or you can just listen to my voice and I'll tell you, it's emilyjeffordslearn.com forward slash presets. emilyjeffordslearn.com forward slash presets. They're amazing. Again, there are two sets. One is called the Creative Vibes presets. Um, they are for like studio scenes, flat lays, styled shots, you know, things that are just like moody and beautiful and you want them to look so beautiful and on brand and light and bright and gorgeous, perfect. I have another set that's designed for painters because I know how hard it can be to edit paintings. I've done it a thousand times, truly, if not more. These presets are designed to help you with your painting edits in particular, getting those colors perfect. I'm not gonna ruin your colors. Getting the whites super bright, getting the proportions correct, getting the contrast really good. They are designed to help your paintings shine and they do. So go download both of those. They're both amazing and they're going to be time savers like nothing else. So, okay. Tip number eight, go have a photo shoot today. Go have fun. Go use your creativity in a fresh way. And then when you're ready, maybe later on today or tomorrow, begin talking about your work with these beautiful new photos that you created just for the holiday season, just for these products. It's going to be a light and a delight to your audience. Okay, come back tomorrow for tip number nine. It is a good one as always. See you then.